Visit Arcade Club, Europe's largest classic arcade, with over 200 video and pinball machines. There's classic consoles and computers. There is also PS4s, Xbox Ones, Wii U, PC, and Oculus Rift, and regular tournaments and competitions. All machines are set to free play. Open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Check out arcadeclub.co.uk for more details. Tenpence Arcade are proud members of the Throwback Network and the Retro Junkies Network. Hello and welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. I am Sean Holly, and because Vic is away on his holidays in America, this show we have two very special guests all the way from Australia. It's 10pm Saturday night in Lancashire and it's 7am Sunday morning in Melbourne. Introduce yourself, guys. Hi, Sean. Uh, my name's Taxter, or Sean Tag, as you might know me from. Yeah, and it's... Currently, like Sean says, 7am in the morning, just having my first cup of tea. And uh, thanks for inviting us on the podcast, uh, Sean. Yes. And, uh, yes. and it's, uh, it's me, Daz, for the Retro Domination podcast. Thanks again for um, yeah, inviting us. But it just sounds like I'm talking to two uh, Englishmen in England. It's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the weird part. Yeah, so why, Sean, why did you move over to Australia? Well, I think like any uh, English guy who wants to move to to uh, to Australia, you come over here to try and audition for a for a role in Neighbours, don't you, guys? <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> no, just um, basically, I came over uh, with a job, so I got offered a job from a friend uh, who moved out to Australia. Uh, nothing too exciting, really. Just thought we'd give it a go, and um, yeah, it was kind of most of it was kind of paid for, so. Thought we'd give it a try after a few years of deliberating over it. Uh, we kept getting the offer, so we thought we'd give it a go and uh, and risk it and see how we got on. And yeah, it's been seven years since uh, since we left the Midlands and and came over to uh, to Australia. So living in Melbourne, uh, and have now you know met up with uh, Daz, who's also on the show today. He's mm-hmm. uh, a big uh, fan of video games as well, so things like that. Yes, so Daz, what, what's yeah. your job? Explain your job, because it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I work for a gaming amusement, you could say, distributor or supplier. And, um, yeah, I just look after, like, spare parts. But um, I get to play um, pinballs and arcade games all day if I like. You know, so it's, it's, it's quite interesting. And, and um, you know, and um, because, because we work alongside... And we order parts from Sega, Namco, Taito, and all that kind of thing. It's it's just cool getting packages, you know, if, with um from Taito, and it's got all stickers says Taito on there and all that kind of thing. But um, yeah, it, you learn a lot, especially in the arcade industry. It's it's um, it's really interesting. Like I've learned so much of what boards are what, like the Chihiro boards and um all that kind of the Triforce. I never knew what the Triforce was. You know what the Triforce is, guys? Yeah, it's a thing in Zelda, isn't it? it's 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 actually it's it's actually a a board or a little pc it runs as a i think it's a i think it's a gamecube with extra ram and it's and it's um made by in conjunction with namco nintendo and sega that's why it's called the triforce and the and mario kart 
is uh, Mario Kart the Arcade and Part 2, Mario Kart Arcade 2 is made on the Triforce. So it's stuff like that I never knew existed. So yeah, it's, it's cool. Can you get me a job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a good job. It sounds a bit more interesting than my uh, my job. <laughs> yeah, so Darren and Tagster recently started a new podcast, the Arcade Perfect Podcast, where they talk about games on consoles and computers and then compare them to the arcade game i think you've done two haven't you and you're coming up to the third one which is 1942 you want to explain this one thanks yeah it. so uh yeah so we've we kicked that off a couple of months ago now and uh yeah i've done not sure says two episodes uh, the third episode, which to Sean's disappointment, isn't 1942. Mm. It's uh, <laughs> it's Shinobi. Yeah, so the classic 1987 Sega game. So uh, yeah, we're getting prepped up for that one, and that'll be that'll be out soon. And uh, yeah, it seems to have gone pretty well. And uh, me and Daz get to know each other a little bit more through the podcast. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, get you know, Daz is. I think we came up with the idea. Because Daz is very much into the retro computer scene and the conversions and things like that. And now I used to be into those kind of things, but I'm more into the arcade. So we tried to pick something that was a little covered a little bit of both our real interests. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems to have started pretty well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, been, it's been well received. It's been great. It's a lot of fun to do. <laughs> but it's a lot of research, isn't it? Yeah, well, Tankster does that. <laughs> <laughs> we just pick games that we know we're sure Let we're going to run out at about episode four. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's quite good to um, to pull out the different conversions and, mm. and give them all a play because uh, some of these games I haven't played in twenty odd years, uh, you know, on the C sixty four or the Mega Drive and things like that. So. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to try them out, and uh, as we're getting into it a bit more, we you know we're we're having a good laugh and uh, mm. got set up a bit of a, an award for for certain types of games. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the Golden Turd Award. Who who will uh, who will be uh, getting that one next episode? I wonder. Oh, also, also Anything Amstrad, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know what, Amstrad won for me the best port of R Type last episode. So. Mm-hmm. Mm, but I think Amstrad got it the first episode, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's usually Amstrad or Spectrum usually get it. But uh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So Daz, you are the are you the the head honcho of retro domination? I wouldn't say I'm the head honcho. Is it your baby though? Did you create it? No, no, no. It was um actually started with um Peter Boy who started uh, console domination. With um Mr. Yeah, with with um Tim Arnold and uh, myself. And then um up to then we got to I think it was episode five and then we've been with the same team since episode five. And you're on over a hundred now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. I mean it's been nearly five years now. And uh, I can't believe we're still going. <laughs> and it's the most is it the most popular retro show in in Australia? As far as we know, yes. That's um, hits, awesome. Yeah. We are mm. the most popular retro show in <laughs> Northwest Blackburn. <laughs> Woo! That's <laughs> focused on games with yeah. d- put ten pences in. Yeah. <laughs> on, on a Tuesday. Yeah. 
Yeah, but look, in, in, in the end, in the end, we just do it because it's fun. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a couple of guys talking crap and having a laugh, and we're all mates, so that helps. So. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? And uh, you've put here, Sean. You wouldn't mind talking about some of your arcade history and experiences growing up in the UK. Go for it, baby. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so yeah. So I think what's you know I've been into video games pretty much all of my life. I think it's just the one hobby that's. Uh, stuck to me and uh, yeah and coming from the uk um you know it was a thriving thriving arcades uh, back but when i was a kid so yeah i just thought i'd mention a few of the places that um that i used to visit and things like that before uh you know i grew up and then moved to australia so yeah I, I, some people might know i think i've shown a few photos but i visited the uh duke of lancaster so regular yearly holidays was uh in north wales so yeah one one weekend we went to the duke of lancaster i think my parents wanted to go because there was a market on there on the on the ship and um yeah from there yeah we there was a big arcade in there so that was really cool and then we found out from there that you know the guys okay at uk vac uh many many years later on they basically went in there with a crane and, and pulled all them arcade machines out. So that was, uh, yeah, that was pretty interesting to to uh, bring back a few memories on that one and, uh, and and see all the pictures and that that those guys did. There's some other cool arcades and that that I went to back then as well, back in the day, so the Trocadero. So I visited London a few times and, uh, and visited them, you know, the uh, the big arcade there in the city, the which became the sega arcade i think it was like five or seven floors something like that um that was that was pretty cool and then i remember in sheffield we used to go to Meadowhall, and there was an arcade at the very top there uh the building that was a huge huge place and um later on it became the namco uh arcade so they had the huge like full motion uh full scale mazda uh, Ridge Racer in there, which was pretty awesome, and the Galaxium Three arcade. So I remember seeing those two uh, in there. So uh, yeah, really enjoyed those. But most of the time was spent at Blackpool and Wales, you know, and things like Outrun and Space Harry and all the big deluxe cabs were the things that you remember seeing there on the first machines that you go into, uh, and the R three sixty as well. That was uh, something that I managed to get to experience. Uh, that I really enjoyed. So, yeah, some of the things that I used to do uh, when I went on holiday and uh, local to me, some of the cool arcades that I used to visit. Right. Thanks for that, Mr. Taxi, sir. Now we're going right. to look at what we've been up to. Then we put a little bit in there. <laughs> Actually, I might just leave that. Cause, cause <laughs> anyway, guess what I've been doing? What have you been doing? <laughs> I've been creating. Because we haven't got Vic and we miss Vic, I've been creating a virtual Vic to help us along with this podcast. But virtual Vic is completely under my control. <laughs> Have a listen to this. Are you ready? Hello, Vic. Hello. Hello, Vic. Hello. He, he does say other things. Are you okay, Vic? Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, Vic, 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 do you like custard creams? Oh, yes. He oh just, yes, he loves custard creams. <laughs> hey, hey, Vic, sing a little bit of of Dolly Parton. 
Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Yawn and stretch and try to do a podcast. Thanks, Vic. We'll, we'll hear a bit more from Virtual Vic later on in the show, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you two guys been up to? What you first, does? what you've been doing in the last few weeks? Oh, well, what haven't I been doing the last few weeks? Oh, well, I've... um. Last few months, actually, I've been uh, building an extension at my in my house because my wife was um was nice enough to say, okay, well, you need a new game room, and I want my lounge room back. So I've um built an extension double the size of my original game room, and I've probably just yeah, was it yesterday? I um was starting to move everything in, and it's like a bomb hit, but it's gonna look fantastic when it's done. I can tell you that. That's what I've been doing. It's it's just been this game room. Has been my life. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. It looks really good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but it's a mess. It's like I'm amazed I fit all this stuff in my small room, and I feel like I'm filling this room up really quickly. I don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> how's your cable management, does? <laughs> Let's not go there, yeah. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that. We have a, we have it bad enough just with the TV and a couple of things uh, plugged into the back of it. Looking at all your stuff, I was thinking, oh my god, yeah, no, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm going to be getting a lot of cable ties. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, hopefully, I get in my pinball in today, and um, I'll get the two cabs in sometime this week. So. You know, I, I, I kind of have to organise all the other stuff first before I can put the really big stuff in. You know what I mean? Because already, I'm already running out of room. But my, my C64 is set up, so I'm happy. So what <laughs> cabs have you got? I've got a... You could say it's a dedicated Street Fighter 2 Hyper arcade yeah. cab, but yeah, I, can swap, I can swap some boards over. I've got my Dragon Breed board that I put in there most of the time. I've got a Neo Geo um, single slotter in there as well. I've got numerous boards, so... But um, and I've got an upright vertical screen cab. And that's that's running that. I've got what it's called, but so that four hundred and one, the blue that blue box thing. I've got what it's called. Elf board or something like that. Which one? Game Elf. I've I've got one. Is it yeah, Game Elf. Yeah. Yeah, four hundred and twelve in one or something. Yeah, it's actually games run really well, and and the the cave smaps run good. Yeah, some of it's a bit ropey, I think. Mm mm. But I was playing Guanch on there. And uh, is it Garage? I think it's spelled that way, pronounced that yeah, way. Right. And that ran, that ran great. Like it, it runs um, out zone a bit dodgy, I think. That's one of my faves. But um, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to afford the 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 plan board in anyway. But um, that's going to have to do. And yeah, and I've got a pinball machine now, an Airborne Capcom Airborne. Right. So um, yeah, not not very common, as far as I know. There was only. I think it was 1,400 of them made or something. So if it stuffs up, um, I'm stuffed. <laughs> I, I didn't know Capcom did pinballs. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, not Street many. Fighter, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Daz as well. No, that's that's a no? that's a Gottlieb. Oh, okay. Funny enough. Yeah, that's funny strange. Enough. Yeah, this Airborne one by Capcom is actually it's pretty cool. It's got a lot. Of, of Street Fighter references in there, like uh, on the actual um, dot matrix, you've got uh, Ken. He'll throw fireballs for the you know for whenever when you get a high score, you'll just see him throw fireballs and stuff. And the announcer on there is the same one from Street Fighter Alpha Three, so um, it's pretty cool. That, that's 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 what sold it to, to me anyway. So I thought that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Cool. What have you been doing, Sean? What have you been up to? Uh, all right, I've 
I've booked some flights actually, uh, Sean. Yeah. I've actually booked a few flights. Um, yes. <laughs> I've uh, I booked flights to a place called Brisbane. And uh, so <laughs> Brisbane's about two hours from Melbourne, so it's like uh, go from the UK to Spain, I suppose. So um, God, it's yeah, massive, it's, isn't it? Australia is massive. It's massive, mate. It yeah, it's massive. So um, yeah, so I booked flights and then going for a bit of a birthday jolly to Brisbane. Uh, to an arcade bar called uh, Netherworld. So I've never been to it before. So uh, they're holding an event that weekend, a uh, Kongoff event. And, uh, yeah, well, I have to see my scores when the 10 pence uh, arcade. I probably don't think I'm going to get anywhere, but I thought I'd go for a bit of uh, bit of a jolly and uh, you know, a few beers and, uh, yeah, see how we get on, meet up with a few people from the forums over here in Oz. Um, you know that I haven't met before, so yeah, it should be a good, good weekend uh, over there. Um, and also, yeah, I've booked up flights for the UK as well, so um, yeah, we'll be heading over to hopefully catch up with you guys and uh, head to the arcade club as well. Was it January when we met? Did was it when you came over? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was this year, wasn't it? January this year. Wow, we, yeah. we came over before. Yeah, and we caught up and. Uh, we had a bit of a golf off, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Never, never forget it, because you beat me. It was close. <laughs> it was. It was close. Golf is something that I went off. I, I loved it as a kid, and I loved the speech, and it sort of amazed me. But then I, I went off it, and in recent months, I've I've started playing it again a bit, so I do like it again. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of games, isn't it? Yeah, it looks a bit. Some of it looks a bit jerky in the animation and that. But once you get over that, and the the way you can move up and down with the sticks, great as well. Yeah, it's got a bit of it's got a bit of charm, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor is in America here. Normal Victor's in American here, but Virtual Victor's here. Virtual Victor, <laughs> can you please do a Michael Jackson scream? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna love this anyway yeah <laughs> and he's, he's traveling around america with his lovely wife and they're doing arcade stuff and visiting sites and stuff he's got some a little bit of audio of 82 bar where he went which is somewhere i have forgotten sorry vic we'll slot this in here it's just a little two minute clip hi 10th pencils i'm not going to hear this or not it's really loud in here i'm in uh, a bar called 82 I'm out in the back room at the minute with wife, I'm in the pinball place. We've got loads of really cool pinballs here. A uh, taxi, an old, yeah, uh, an old solid state. Royal Rumble. Uh, Marvel Avengers, brand new one. Wife's playing Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. A Tron, Funhouse, Iron Man, Attack from Mars, great game. Oh, Harlem Globetrotters, old 70s thing. Uh, Medieval Madness, Lord of the Springs, Walking Dead, Metallica. What's that one on the end? Diner on the end, that's quite cool. Uh, Star Trek, Game of Drones, Banzai Run with that really tall back glass thing where you've got to fire things at the back of it. Weird. Fishtails, Twilight Zone, obviously. And I played earlier World Cup Soccer. Absolutely brilliant game. Love it. I want it. Uh, Aerosmith with the uh, colour LED backdrop thingy. It's really colourful. Nice. Oh, and a hard body, which is some sort of weird thing. Run well, a wander out into the video section, which I was playing earlier. I played Dig Dug. I really like it here. Need to get a drink soon, I think. There's an outdoor bar as well. How weird is an outdoor bar this day and age? In LA, what do you expect? 
Right, Ms. Pacman, loads of people around that watching. Space Invaders, Centipede. What else we got? Oh, Carnival, Mortal Kombat 2, T2, Point Black, Tetris. A lot of girls beating the shit out of each other on Street Fighter 2. Brilliant. Uh, Frogger, proper Frogger. Joust. Ivan Stewart's Ute Racing Off-Road. Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong. Oh, Golden Axe. That's a nice four-player cap. Golden Axe Revenge of Death Adder. Cool. Rampage World Tour. Three-player. NBA Jam four-player. Simpsons in a proper-looking cab. Not that horrible thing we get. And next to it, obviously, Turtles. In time. Uh, X-Men six-player. Uh, Taito cab with Double Dragon. Got Donkey Kong and Mario Brothers next to it. And above the bar, you can actually watch people playing on the machines on the big screen. There's a Street Fighter 2 going on two screens and someone playing Galaga. And the dude's on 2.6 million at the moment. He was next to me when I was playing Dig Dug earlier. I outrun Turbo in a nice cab. Dig Dug. And that guy is still on Galaga. He's going to be on there the rest of the night, that dude. Well, it's a really weird ice-cold beer that they put together themselves. It's got no backdrop, but it's just got the holes in it. They must have made their own cabinet. Uh, dedicated burger time, good old Peter Pepper. Uh, Bally Midway Tron. Oh, and a pole position, and it's working, believe it or not. I'm going to get a pint of Guinness because I am parched in here. There we go. And yes, me, I've been to Arcade Club Floor 2, which is the modern gaming place of Arcade Club. Here's a three and a half minute clip here of me walking around like a nutter. Okay, so I've not done a walk around of Arcade Club for a bit, and this is Floor 2, which I haven't done for quite a while. And as we walk in, we've got R Type on the right, Donkey Kong, Daytona USA, Point Blank, Chase HQ. Asteroids Deluxe, Space Invaders, and Track and Field. And on, on the left, you've got two massive virtual reality things cordoned off with some special rope. So there's two guys playing, I don't know, I think, some kind of shooty game thing. And then you've got this Quick and Crash game, which is a mechanical gun game. And then five PS4s playing some kind of Minecraft thing. Turn round, you've got three piece, no, three more PS4s. Then you've got another virtual reality thing and some old consoles, a PS2, a Super Famicom, a Mega Drive, two other things. Then you've got a bank of candy cabs. Some of them are them dual things where the other guys play the other side, if you see what I mean. What are they called? Versus Cities. And there's Trollnads playing Sivan, one of my favourites. You've got a rhythm game called Reflect Beat Volza. You've got a massive screen at the back and then there's a stage where the people tweet and Twitter from it. Got Jim Baggett there playing Outrun 2. More games, and then you've got Time Crisis 2, big stand-up job. And then round the back of that, you've got a back room with pinballs in. And in this room, oh, a video pinball. You've got Metallica, Operation Thunder, something, Rescue, 911, X-Files, Party Zone, Elvira, Roller Games. Really good pinballs. And then, don't walk in front of the big screen. Loads of sofas, nice relaxing sofas. Street Fighter 4, Asteroids, Monkey Ball. Warlord's Cocktail, that's where it is, it's down here. 
Outrun, House of the Dead 4, huge big House of the Dead 4. Then you've got this Sports Centre, which is a 1973-74 Pong clone. Really old looking thing with switches on it and dials and like a gold, really cheesy 70s thing. It looks great. Then you've got Pump It Up NX2 Next Genesis. There's air blowing out of that. Oh, and then some more classics, Robotron, Scramble and Time Pilot. Then you've got the other side of the Versus Cities where I was. They're all playing some kind of fighting game, Street Fighters. And then you've got Ketsui on the end there, which I love. That's Dance Revolution Euromix. Another cocktail. And then a load more lovely sofas. And this is the bit with the PCs. Oh, and PlayStation 4s. Looks like they're playing Overwatch, Doom. Don't know what that is. Some other stuff. And then you've got UB, which I've had a go on, which is really great. We played that in Sweden. Nintendo Red Tent there, and then there's the bar, and then there's Popper Music. Uh, Pac-Man at the bar. And they do good food down here now. They do Philly cheese steak, Italian sausage wings. That can't be right. Oh, sausage summer can't read. Chicken breasts, ooh, mac and cheese, panini on toast, lots of good food down here now. So that's a quick walk around, it's a really relaxed atmosphere, lots of sofas against the walls, loads of people playing the more modern games. I like it. There you go. I did, I did mention in that that there, the Warlords cocktail is on floor two, but there's also one in the bar on the, on the top floor, on the, in the classic arcade as they call it, so they have got two. And I passed a level four U-Beat song. I actually did a level four. I think I could do a level five. But I, I still haven't played it yet. What's oh, it's it great. Song? It's really good. The guy at Arcade Club described it as musical whack-a-mole. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Okay. I'll have, yes. I'll have to give it a go. It's always staring at me at work. And I'm like, you know, I always go for a cup of coffee because it's next to the tea room. I'm like, well, okay. I might give it a go tomorrow. It's all in Japanese. It's good fun. Oh, cool. So what are the songs then, uh, Sean? Are they all Japanese pop songs, are they? Or is it a mixture of a bit of everything? Well, this they've got two cabs side by side. And this one, this version was called U-Beat Q-Bell. I think the original U-Beat was 2008. And I think there's hundreds mm. of songs on it. And there's all different varieties. Obviously, there's a lot of Japanese stuff. But it's linked up at the minute to Las Vegas Arcade in Soho. So you can play people there from Arcade Club and also Hey Stockholm, where me, where me and Vic went. So you can play people there. <laughs> right. And yeah. it, you start it up and it's obviously you can't read the menus, but you can tell when someone else is playing in another location. It's really good. Yeah, sounds good. So you're just basically using your hands, are you? Yeah. I haven't seen one, one, one running. So. It's, a, it's a four by four grid. So you've got 16 squares. And they light up in time with the music and you hit them. So so level one, you're just pressing one square at a time. Level two, you get some doubles where you've got to hit two. And if you, you hit them exactly in time, you get a perfect. If, you, if you're off a bit, you get a good. And if you're really off, you get one of these. Hang on. Harumph. You get a harumph from Victor. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, it's really good, that. Also been building a shed base with a wife and a friend, so we're going to have a shed. But can't put arcade stuff in, so it's got to have bikes and painting and that. 
which is not right, really. All the boring but... stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Arcade News. Arcade News. Right, first bit of Arcade News. These are all links. We've got one here, which is the... I can't remember who sent it. It's the 25 biggest selling arcade games of the 1980s. It's me. I found it, yeah. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you start off. Hang on. Yeah, obviously, Pac-Man's number one, 400,000 units sold. And then there's a massive drop to number two, which is Miss Pac, uh, which is Donkey Kong, 132,000. Then Miss Pac-Man Defender, Centipede, Mr. Do, Donkey Kong Jr., Tempest, Cubert, Robotron, Asteroids Deluxe, Dig Dug, Pole Position, Outrun, Popeye, Missile Command, Jungle Hunt's a surprise. At number yeah, 16, 18,000 units sold. Dragon's Lair, Berserk, Scramble, Battlezone, Stargate, Star Wars, Super Cobra, the Scramble sequel, Super Cobra, which is Super Pants, Space Jewel and Millipede. <laughs> so check that out. It's, it's a good read, that. I've just read it all, so you don't need, you don't need to now. <laughs> I'm really surprised Street Fighter's not in there. Street Fighter 2. Well, Street Fighter 2 was outside of the 80s, and that's why it wasn't in there. Uh, oh, oh yeah. that's right. Uh, there you go. There hey. you go. So I, I, read, I read up on it. He's, he's clever, he's that lad. Because, yeah, you'd get Mortal Kombat in as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, it mentions that it's just... Uh, 80 to 89, I think. But uh, good to see Outruns in there. <laughs> it's still early. It's still, oh, I've got no excuse because you're in the same time zone as me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have, did you send me this link, Daz, or text to the uh, Sheena Easton video from 1983 called Almost Over You? And she's, I think she's in love. I, I showed you. That's right, I did show you. She's in love with the Sinistar cabinet, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's giving it the eye, and then she pushes Defender out of the way, and she's like, really eyeing up Sinistar? I think it might be Ron Howard. Ron Howard! Who she's after. <laughs> That's a really weird video, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Very yeah. strange. She's, like, attracted to... Well, a lot of people are attracted to Williams games, but Sheena Easton, I don't know. Anyway, Daz, what's this next <laughs> next one you've put in here? <laughs> Well, a friend of mine, uh, Greg Hansen from the Arcade Possible um, YouTube channel, which is I highly recommend people watch if you love your arcades, is um, selling a unique um, arcade machine that he has. Um, he purchased a, um, a prototype Robotron, which has been um, – it was purchased off Eugene Jarvis's friend that he used to work with. So it's actually um, – so it's, certificated yeah authenticated or whatever yeah authenticated that's the word it's a good word yes it is authenticated by eugene jarvis so um i asked him i go why are you selling it it's like a piece of history and um he he already has uh an original cab as well so i guess he doesn't just doesn't need this one so yeah it's out on the facebook marketplace at the moment if you're in rockford illinois and you want to robotron um prototype arcade machine mate hit them up i mean it, it's a beautiful looking machine i'm looking at the photos right now i don't know if you guys can see them but um wow wow i would i would love to get this shipped down here and have it in my new room oh do you, yeah do you, think, do you think vic will buy it <laughs> well he'll be up there right <laughs> illinois is near galloping ghost yeah well yeah someone supposedly hit up doc mac about it so i don't know what's going to happen there but um if I was him, I'd, I'd purchase it. It's a, yeah. it's a piece of history. 
Uh, Virtual Vic, would you buy this cab? No. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> 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 no. I, don't, I don't think he minds Robotron. Anyway, uh, Mr. Tagster, what the bloody hell are these? You're sending me weird biscuits. <laughs> these are these are these are just the future, uh, Sean. <laughs> the future. The fu- future in biscuit form. <laughs> so yeah, check out the uh, picture on the Tempest Arcade website link. But uh, yeah, somewhere in Japan, which I found, so I don't know where or how I managed to come across these. But uh, there's Namco. I've got a VR experience in Japan, and as part of their promotion, there was some uh, interactive biscuits, Pac-Man biscuits, <laughs> you could get. So they've got the old style, you know, 3D glasses that come with them, with the old red and the blue uh, lens. And basically, you wear, <laughs> you wear you wear the glasses and uh, chomp away, uh, pretend you're Pac-Man, and chomp away at these biscuits that have got prints of the ghosts on them and fruit and things like that and as you uh, eat them they they jump out of the biscuit in a virtual reality wow <laughs> experience so uh, yeah i'm gonna buy some of them and then turn my living room into like a maze with a sofa and that and put all the biscuits on the ground like the dots <laughs> and eat them how about that then maybe not do you, do you think do you think vic would like them sean i don't know uh, I don't know, let's ask him. <laughs> Victor, I'm going to eat these biscuits. What do you think? Oh, you're mental. He thinks I'm mental. <laughs> oh, bless him. mental. Bless him, Sergio. <laughs> Moving on. We better move on here. The, there is another link here. I've clicked on it. It is the massive Hungarian arcade show coming up in Budapest on the 3rd to the 5th of November. Apparently, there was one of these last year. So I never knew anything about it. It's over 100 machines. So it's, it's massive for Europe, this. And they're doing another one. And there's a video of the 2016 show, and it looks great. So second, no, hang on, 3rd to 5th of November, if you're over that way, have a look. How far's how far's Hungary from England? I don't even know. Wow. Hang on, this Google Maps. An hour, an hour something like that. It could be. More than could that. be just off the A6. Hour and England <laughs> to Hungary. England seven, Hungary seven, England one. That's football. You're, you're looking at the football results. Oh well, never mind. <laughs> it can't be far anyway. Ah, next one's. This is really good. This is Alex's France rate. Well, Alex was involved alex nintendo arcade in a in a raid as we call it of collecting old arcade machines over in southern france and it's the the house where they collected this stuff from was really knackered and falling to bits and very unsafe the video is really good and also he did a video afterwards of the cambridge meet that me and vic went to a couple of weeks ago and i did the walk around with him so i'm mucking around on that so check that out kids and also tony temple arcade blogger did a really interesting write-up of the raid as well so there's a couple of links in the no shows for that that raid was amazing wasn't it yeah god did you see some of the cabs that they pulled out of it yeah really sort of late 70s to early 70s some of it weren't it mm, yeah there's a sega sega m4 tank game and then mm. some of the things in there yeah, very cool Looks a bit like Boot Hill, doesn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, with tanks. Yeah. Mm. Super dangerous with lots of things as well. Yeah. Jeez. Right. We have Phil Murphy from NERG, Big Phil, his has confirmed the dates for next year's NERG, which is Northeast Retro Gaming in Newcastle 
So, oh, terrible accents. I'm very sorry. But it's the 14th to 15th of July. I know it's a long way off, but I'm already looking forward to it. Should be great, that. Should be absolute. What do you think, Vic? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, yes. He is. I wish. <laughs> you'll, be do- you'll be doing a walk around for that one, Sean, or uh, do you think? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Right, next section. Arcade pickups. Arcade pickups. Boop, 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 boop. Right, so. <laughs> That's kind of bad. I know. I've got to edit all this, edit all this crap out. <laughs> oh, right, so I haven't got any pickups as normal because I just don't. I'm very sorry, people. Um, but what have you got, Daz? What's your pickups? Seen recently, I've been a big fan of Food Fight, and I'm getting two copies of it, not one. But I've got one for Atari 8-bit for my Atari XEGS, which I've never played before. So I actually got that from France, funny enough. I've yet to play it because of my room. And I also got the superior, probably best version, I reckon even better than the arcade, is the Atari 7800 version. So um, there's enough Food Fight at my end. I love I love Food Fight. Have you, do you guys play it? I played it at Arcade Club recently, <clears> and I must admit I wasn't impressed. Um, <gasps> oh, I, no. I will have to try and get into it. I, I kept dying, I think that's why. It's, it's a bit <clears> of a <throat> strange Robotron kind of game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Robotron with food. Foodotron. <laughs> yeah, Foodotron. But um, other pickups? Not, nothing that I can remember. I know there's probably some other stuff. But um, yeah, they're the last two things I got besides besides um Ethernet cables and USB cables. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's it. And loads yep. of and loads of cable tidies. <laughs> yes, <but> soon, soon. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got, Sean? Have you got anything? I've uh, I've been picking up a few things from the Japanese auction sites. I tend to always scour the uh, scour them and uh, pick random things up. So in Vic's absence, I've bought a load of tats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just to keep just to keep the section running yeah. um yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah i picked up i collect japanese uh, game cards so the cards that you uh years ago in the arcades you could buy a, a game card that have credit on it and then you put it in the machine so yeah i, I collect sega ones of those from the 80s so i picked up a, a few of those a, hang, a super hang on one and a Thunderblade one in the last month um, a Mega Drive credit card holder. Yeah. Everybody, everybody needs one of those, obviously. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, couple of T-shirts, Final Fight and Ghosts and Goblins T-shirt, and also a Space Harrier book as well, which is pretty fitting for uh, for this episode. So Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a 30th anniversary Space Harrier book, um, which will be great to look at the pictures, but probably not the best read. Cause it'll be in Japanese, um, so yeah, got to fill your room with something, haven't you? <laughs> if, if you order something from Japan, how quick does it take to get? How, how soon do you receive it? Uh, from from Japan to uh, Australia, it takes about a week. Yeah, five mm. five days, five mm. working days to yeah, something oh, like that. It's pretty it's pretty quick, really. That's not bad. It's not bad. I, I actually I actually find getting stuff from the UK is super quick as well. I don't understand. It's like they go straight into the the, 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 the post, he picks it up, puts it goes straight on the plane and brings it to my house. I mean <laughs> oh, I, I, I've I've had stuff come in, in less than a week. I don't know how that's even possible. Wow, biscuits. 
Not not biscuits. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then this next section. We normally do arcade Victorian insults, but we're doing, because of our special guests, we're doing arcade Australian insults. Take it away! That flaming pommy, Victor Marlin, is wagging off the podcast as he racked off OS to the USA. <laughs> Here's some serious clicks anyway. <laughs> He's on the lookout for a Ridgy Didge Rips Nauta Space Eric cab. No doubt he'll show pony... <laughs> But he'll be ravable as spewing when he sees Sean Holly score. <laughs> He's been posting pics of his travels on Twitter. At the beach, he visited a desert in the buggy smugglers. <laughs> Sorry, buggy smugglers. <laughs> he... <laughs> but he's as dry as a dead dingo's donger. Some pork behind snaps on DVD in the shop. But he's been flat out like a lizard drinking out of on his whole day. Right, better off, better get off. It's a beauty day to drop off on the sunnies and sun and get sunbaked. Your beauty. Bonza, mate. Listener feedback. Yeah, Mr. Pelly. Hi, gentlemen. It's been some time since I dropped you a line, but I just wanted to say I'm enjoying every episode of the podcast that you put out and was especially happy to see Donkey Kong come up as a current game. I was a bit late to the party with only catching this game in its last few days. However, it was a great excuse to dust off my cab and give it a red hot go. Vic, it was interesting hearing you talk specifically about the spring level and how you can change chance it by waiting on two long springs before going up the ladder this is pretty much what i used to do when i played regularly back a few years ago and managed to get scores in the 300k range by just doing that i do now however try and use my poor peripheral vision to make sure i get i get on a short one but as you say it isn't easy even though i do have an original cab i thought you might be interested to check out a blog i wrote a while back when i did a scratch dk build for a friend of mine last year i used plans from the classic arcade cabinets website i don't know what that is i've checked out and i got it all cut on a cnc i used a mixture of replica parts from mike's arcade along with some original parts anyway if you're interested in checking it out here's the link so that you've got a link now i'll put that in the show notes i have also attached a few pics of some cabs i recently imported from the us a galaxian a miss pac-man upright miss pac-man cabaret nintendo versus uni system mortal kombat 2 and turtles oh he loves turtles does vic hang on hang on vic Vic, do you love turtles? Oh, yes. He does, you see. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of projects there in desperate need of restoration, but restoring them is something I think I am starting to enjoy just as much as playing the games or perhaps even more. Anyway, folks, keep up the great work and I very much look forward to the next podcast. Cheers, Pelly. Good bloke, Pelly. And uh, I've seen his lot of arcade cabs he got imported. I'm very jelly. Jelly, Pelly. (laughs) mr dave flinster hello sir good to meet you the week again was there a post for podcast 92 anywhere i can't find it no we forgot to promote it like a blinking fools i'm very late to the game on mega twins it seems after only getting around to listening to 92 today however i somehow miss mega twins i was bypassing it for willow bypassing it as willow for kids always loved willow itself i like willow the game and the film actually willow is great actually i'm probably the only person who's glad i sat down and played it it seems albeit on a naff 
Pandora's Box emulation version. The art style is bang on what I like, cute and colourful of secrets. I quite enjoyed smashing the scenery to reveal tons of coins and treasure, treasure chests on the levels. I could see shades of Toki and Wonder Boy 3, where they're also trying to meld platforming and shoot 'em ups to freshen things up. I played a few rounds, got 60-odd thousand on the table, but yeah, same kind of complaints as others. Badly needed projectile weapons, I thought that, in addition to the sword to make the, the hard enemies and bosses more fair. And which bombs are um, and which bombs are really not obvious? Yeah, I said that, didn't I? The low energy sound was indeed irritating. Overall, yep, it felt like someone had put an Amiga 500 in my cab. It left me feeling like it was a shareware PD game for sure, with the same gameplay frustrations. That wall hugging mechanic is one of the worst I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it slips down the wall, doesn't it? Right, so on to number 93. Oh, this is good feedback, this. Tons of feedback. 93, back to back, he's put. Well, I, I appear to have watched the final credit sequence of Mega Twins after chain crediting it, and I'm blasting through the entire thing. Oops, embarrassed. Not going to get my evening back, am I? The game producer is called Pooh. Ah. <laughs> Pooh. Not uncle. No. He's not uncle, no. He could <laughs> be. He pretty possibly could be an uncle. I wonder if he's got, like, a white beard like me and, like, farts a lot. Anyway, kudos to the original mm. development team. There's plenty there. I laughed at the Rainbow, Island, Rainbow Islands-esque tra- later levels and the crazy bosses. I think it actually gets better the further into the game you get with the later power-ups, adding loads of bombs and dual character attacks, map collecting and so on. Shame it's still stupidly frustratingly hard. No way I could ever waste my time attempting to 1cc it. Cambridge was a great event, that computer thing we went to the other week. My only complaint that it wasn't long enough. It went by far too fast. I had no idea they were crafty background cab deals going on either. Sneaky. Thanks to Vic for being a Dino King CP pusher and chucking yet another control panel at me. When it came to packing up on the Sunday, I walked back into the museum to find all four Dino Kings still in use by customers. I didn't have the heart to switch them off, so I stayed a bit longer. Discover- I discovered the original conversion of Pac-Man for the BBC Micro before it was reworked to be a- Acorn Soft Snapper and played a game against the 1963 mainframe. It's all a bit war games, lol. Have a good holidays in the US, Vic. Hope you get some great pickups. Thank you for that. It's great, that. Got some serious feedback. It is. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, Alex Ninty Arcade. So another fantastic podcast, guys. Honoured to be insulted on this week's Victorian insults. It made me laugh. It was a funny one. Uh, have a good holiday, Vic, and looking forward to the next podcast with Sean at the helm. If Radar Scope could come up, it would be good to cover it in the future. Take care, guys. That's okay. Benson Rad. Uh, great stuff. I seem to have um, got behind on these. The Mega Twins one passed me by. Shame, as that was a game I used to really like back in the day. Uh, gone back to 91 to listen. I think I must have fallen asleep on the train listening to it because I was tired, not because you were boring. I, I hasten to add. Haha. The Victorian insult of Tronads is in. That was hilarious. You can hear Sean starting to to a corpse. <laughs> you croak it. <laughs> corpse? Okay. What do you mean corpse? I mean claps, laugh or something. I don't know. It might be a, a spelling, one of them spelling things. Spell correct. <laughs> yeah, corpse. Like, Sean, what the? I don't know what that is. It killed you off, uh, Sean. My God. <laughs> oh, Victor, oh, what, do you, what do you think of that, Victor? You're a simpleton. 
I'm a simpleton, he says. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's a man of many words, not. Virgil <laughs> <laughs> <Spiritual> Victor. <laughs> Oh uh, we've got TM, which is uh, Will. It says, great podcast as always. Uh, Richard Broadhurst. Hi, guys. Thanks for the kind words and to Vic for helping me sneak my beeb into the Centre for Computer History. It was great to meet the Tempe podcasters, past and present, Victor, Sean and Alex, as well as some of the UK VAC members, especially Nest for Life. I know this might get banned, but I would prefer Donkey Kong if the jumping and ladders were more likely like Chucky Egg. Oh, yeah. On the BBC, not the Spectrum. A good game, Chucky Egg, actually. really like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like platformers where you don't die when you fall a long way. You just sort of land. That's true. Yeah, yeah. like, like uh, what's a good one? Kicker, Shaolin's Road, something like that. Oh, mate, that's, that's jumping everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's a great game. <laughs> All right, Rolly Retro. Another great podcast from Vic and Sean. Have an arcade biscuit on me. Uh, to which John Blunt added biscuits in your video games or video games on your biscuits. Either way is a winner. Yeah, he sent a picture like them biscuits you sent, Sean, with the Pac-Man on the biscuits. He sent there's yeah. loads of different arcadey biscuits. Be shame to eat them, really. Uh, do they become collector? Do, do they become less collectible when you open them? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask one more time. Virtual Victor. Victor, what do you think about this this talk of biscuits, Victor? Oh, you're mental. No, it says I'm mental. Bless him. <laughs> it's like he's not gone away. I know, yeah. <laughs> if you just listen to this, you didn't know it was a robot. It, it was like his ear, isn't it? <laughs> hey, Vic, are you going to pass by Melbourne, Australia on the way home? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Virtual Victor only has 12 phrases, I'm afraid. But, <laughs> ah, does it? Yeah. yeah. And I can't remember which ones I've used. All right. So I'll go uh, I'll go next. So, Saul, that's a decent score on SH. SH. Is that because you're, play, you're SH playing SH? So it just comes natural when playing SH. This is about me. Still- yeah, me playing Space Area. Because right. oh, my initials is SH and Space mm. Area is SH. What do you think I am, Victor? Hang on, hang on. Vic, Vic, come on. You're a simpleton. I'm a simpleton. Oh, well. <laughs> you're, an S- oh. you're an ST. <laughs> okay, I'll get it. Uh, Rob Carpenter, dear God, Mr. Holly, you'll be able to claim vibration white finger when the when one of those fortune-telling compo claims chaps call because of space, playing space area. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. He really had to battle the fire button on that game, didn't you? Mm. Oh, big style. I got space area hand cramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, then we've got Neil, 20 to 5. It says, worth it alone is listening to the temp, uh, to Tempe OK podcast. For the Donkey Kong is all right, but it's no Mr. Micro line from Sean. I think I think that really got Vic upset, didn't it, Vic? <laughs> Vic, were you upset about that? Hang on, Vic. Vic, come back. No. No, he wasn't upset. <laughs> oh, what do you think of Mr. 20 to 5? That fellow is a mutton shunter. <laughs> He's a mutton shunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. That's a good one. 
I have a uh, just have a link that Neil twenty to five's put in about because I'm always on about IPA now. I like IPA. Hops in IPA beers are linked to man boobs. These hoppy beers <laughs> have a little known side effect. Apparently, if you drink a lot of IPA, you develop man boobs. And I, I put on Twitter, I go, it's worth the risk. I'm going for it. I'm getting old. It don't matter. Yeah, I think I've been drinking too much of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And I've, there's a there's a picture. I think it's going to go on the uh, on the podcast website. A uh, picture of a space area mammoth with mammoth boobs drinking blue moon. <laughs> yes. Where, where did you get that from? Uh, it's from Japan. So yeah, they in Japan there's a few companies there that have really space area uh, models and things like that over time. So uh, yeah, I picked a few of those things up. I think it's by a company called Geek Life. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they did they did Space Harrier. They did Altered Beast too. Is that the same? Yeah, they did the Altered lot? Beast yeah. as well. Yeah, Agar from Altered Beast, the first boss mm. of the game. Yeah, they're not that cheap. To be fair, don't want right. to watch to find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read the next one. Uh, Tony Temple at Arcade Blogger. Thanks for the shout out this week. Nice gentlemen's of at the 10 pence arcade still my favorite gaming podcast thank you tony yep all right and we've got sal is it Bugliarisi? Jeez, you really mangled that name <laughs> i'm sorry about that sal uh hi victor here's my best effort at space area so it's one 1.6 million this is probably the last time i'll play the game i remember avoiding it as a child in the arcades and i'm glad i did because i don't really like it other than the speech i really don't find anything appealing about space area i'm interested to hear how sean uh you and sean feel about the game so virtual vic and sean feel about the game mm. coming up later yes uh, zipper after watching the cambridge walk around saying sean looks like et with a beard is a bit harsh yeah alex said i look like et with a with a beard but anyway, I suppose it's possible. It's, it's some really real feedback from some people who are not Vic that's appeared on Twitter. Someone's put, beards, biscuits and arcade games, what more could you want? Oh, it's from Elizabeth Windsor, Balmoral, Scotlandshire. And there's some swearing here. The 10 effing pence effing arcade effing podcast nearly made me fall off my pyramid. Bert Q from District Chicago. <laughs> Bert, no, Bert from Q District. I think he's a Vic, you know. Oh, my God. He, likes, temp- he swears a lot, doesn't he? He Sorry, does. He swears a lot. <laughs> Q-Bert. Q-Bert's right, square, sweary git, isn't he? Ooh, ooh. OMG, the Tempe crew are custard. I could eat them for pudding. A collective of lovely ladies hell-bent on dessert-based podcasters. <laughs> and like, one last one. Tempe podcast belting out over the lily pad. Mr. F. Rogger, age 36, from a pond somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's got too much time on his hands, I think. What do you think of your own weird tweets, Vic? Virtual Vic? Rubbish. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing that too much. I've got to stop it. I'm getting addicted to Virtual Victor. Right, let's move on to shout outs. Shout out. First and foremost, um, you, Sean, and Vic, um, for letting um, Sean and I jump on. Thank you. 
show. So it's 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 been fun so far. So yeah, thank you. Uh, big shout out to the Retro Domination boys, um, Tim, Matt, and Mark. So it sounds funny calling him Max. I'm normally calling him Corley. But um, yeah, big big shout out to those guys. A big shout out to Pally as well. I'll be seeing you soon, hopefully. And um, yeah, and all the supporters of um, the podcast summon. Oh yeah, also a big shout out to Aaron as well and boys from the Press Play Tape podcast. So yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, just from me, Vic, uh, Vic and Sean. Thanks for having us. It's, uh... Yeah, really enjoying it. So, tick it off the bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, thanks to you two for agreeing to appear on the show. Shout out to you two. Thank you very much. Shout out to Vic in America. Hope you're having a good time, mate. It's like he's here with us. And shout out to Alex Nintendo Arcade for featuring me in the Cambridge event walk-around video. Thank you, Alex. And also to Trollnads for giving me a lift to and from arcade club last weekend and virtual victor what do you think of our friend trollnads that fellow is a mutton chunter <laughs> and that's the end of the shout outs tech tips okay so i've um, been chosen to do tech tips now um vic get out of the way i'm the guy you need to speak to if you want some tech tips now <laughs> If, if you have trouble um, having, like, um, your chips contacting on your boards or, you know, when, you know, when, when you have trouble tracing where the, where the power is not working, best thing to use, don't, don't use solder or anything like that. Vegemite is the way to go. Did you know that Vegemite has, like, a great um, conductive field around it? Did you know, guys? No. Sean, do you know what Vegemite is? It's, it's Australian Marmite, isn't it? Yeah, the thing is, Marmite doesn't work that well. It hasn't got that bite. Vegemite's uh-huh. got that extra bite. And um, also, if, if you do smother the board with Vegemite, the game will run faster as well. I was told if you if you cover about half of it, it's about it's, it gives you like a 50 hertz, um, you know, refresh rate. But if you cover the whole board, you get like a 60, 60 hertz refresh rate. Could you use that on old, um, old PAL systems and that to speed them up? Well, that's what I used to do. Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I we never, we never had the power SNES. I had no uh, troubles playing at 60 hertz. I'd shove a, uh, a whole jar of Vegemite in the in the slot and then put the game in. <laughs> did, it, did it take the borders out? Does as well. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You didn't Four. need, and they, they, they even worked as a great converter as well. You didn't need no converter cart. So, yeah, no, no Vegemite on your on your PCBs, guys. Wow, there is a use for it. Yes, it is. And if you want to get really daring, you can put toast on it. T- toast. Yeah, yeah, and then melt, and, and then grill, grill some cheese on top. Delicious. What's the What's the difference, Sean, in taste? Do you know between Vegemite and Marmite? What's the difference? Um, I tell you, I tell you, I've not tried either of them. No, it looks dis- it looks disgusting. Oh no, <laughs> it's fantastic. Shut, shut your head up. <laughs> now oh, I've, I've tried I've tried both. Yeah, Marmite I find to have. It hasn't got that kick. It hasn't got like that, you know, Vegemite and all that. It's got like a bit of a kick to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. But I do prefer Vegemite. Are yeah. you a fan of Vegemite, are you, Sean? You don't mind it? I've never had it. I've only ever had Marmite, but I like Marmite. Yeah, okay. And, and I like it thick. Like I like me women thick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember, you, you, need to, you need to put on a slice of cheese and grill it. It's It's... It's um as, as you would say, lovely. 
Uh, it's lovely. I like it. It's I lovely. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more tech tips from Australia? I think don't leave your PCBs drying out in the sunshine because you'll find they just melt. Really? Yeah. yeah. When it's 40, 45 degrees there, things don't do too well outside. And the Vegemite gets crusty too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's that's a good tip, that. Thanks, kids. Right, now we're moving on to the music quiz. La, la, la. It's music quiz time. This one... <laughs> Is it, what's going on this one? Am I in it or not? Is, well, or you're just, in it. Oh, God. Sean versus like Sean. I don't like it. Go on, then. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got I've got six tracks, but I'm going to play five if um you guys can't guess. Because what, what I'm going to do... Okay. As soon as the, the tune's finished, you need to say your name. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Sean or Sean? It's, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a bit tricky. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you, you two have to actually guess. So, um, yeah. if one person gets it right and the other doesn't, the one person gets the point. So, how's that? Pretty, pretty straightforward. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, this might be a bit difficult. So we'll see how we go. Okay, you ready? I'm gonna start off with an easy one. I think. Okay. Ready to rock? Yeah. Go for it. I think I know this one. Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, what, what? I know this one. It's, is okay. it Kicker? Oh, no, no. No. No, no, yes, no. It is. No, 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 no. Oh, it's what Kung Fu. Tagster? Kung Fu. Yes, point oh, tags to Tagster. that, Mr. James Holly. nearly got a point on something. <laughs> In your okay. face. In my face. <laughs> okay. Uh, well done, Tagster. I thought that was an easy one. Okay. Okay, all right. This this might be a tricky one for you guys. I used to play this growing up, so. Is Any it? Idea? Is it final blow from Taito, nineteen eighty eight? Nope. Damn. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I'm, I don't know. I've, I haven't got any idea on that one. There's something that sounds familiar about it, but yeah, I just can't put any name to it at all. Okay, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on uh, the rest of it. Okay. Is it a? Kind of eight bit solo by the doors. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one clue. Is it an it's an arcade game? Yeah, of course it is. These are all yeah, arcade games. Yeah, it's by but... it's by Data East. Oh, right. Burger time. No, it's not. No. Oh. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it at the end of the podcast. Okay, so still it's one zero uh, to Tagster. Okay, if you don't get this, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> game featuring a character in a scene <laughs> is, it a, is it a sega game no oh. give us a clue what's it called 
<laughs> I'll, I'll play. I'll play a little bit more. It's like a platformer type thing, is it? Yes, yes. It's very similar to another very popular Taito game with bubbles. Bubble Bubble, Rainbow Island. It's very similar to (coughs) Bubble Bubble. Rodland. Don Don Don. No. (laughs) Come on, Holly. Is it Winning Run 91 by Namco? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just flipping. Flicking through games oh, randomly now. We suck at this. Okay, I'll leave that to the end as well. Jeez, oh, mate, if you yeah. didn't get that, you've got no hope. Uh, okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, oh, Sean, Sean, Sean. Okay. I've got it. Midnight Resistance. Correct. Oh, well done. <laughs> I was going to say some scrolling shooter then. Oh, actually, it actually is a scrolling shooter, isn't it? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, two to Tagster. One, uh, zero to Holly. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one, I think, is pretty difficult. So I'll, I'm hoping one of you guys get this. It's It's pretty old, so... Oh, oh, I don't know what this oh, is. Me, 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 me. Paperboy. Oh, one to Holly. Paperboy. Wow, I yeah. thought that was difficult. Uh, uh, I, I used to love that sound. It's quite bass in the arcades. <laughs> no idea what that guy says. Deliver in favor. Okay, so it's 2 1. All right, okay, this is the last one, and then I'll. We'll replay the other two at the end of the show. You ready? Oh, I've got it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Final fight. Okay, what level? Uh, level two. Three. Did it. One. Nah, he got it. I, I'm going to give him bonus points there, Holly. Sorry. He gets two <laughs> points for that. <laughs> I am notoriously oh, wow. bad at these. I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> okay, well that's it. I've got the I've got two more to show at the end of the show. I need a hell of a lot of clues to get them. I'm afraid. <laughs> right, so swiftly moving on, like a swift. Do you have, do you have swifts in Australia? Them them birdie things that fly really quick. Yes. Yeah. We. Yeah. I've gone. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I said that. Featured game review. Featured game review. Space Harrier, 1985 by Sega. You say Sega, don't you? Yes, but you know what? Yeah. I actually, I really thought it was Sega, but I got a phone call from um, Sega of Japan once, and it was a secretary, and she said Sega. Oh. So yeah, that's it. That's how you say it. So I stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, this Space Harrier is one analog stick. Sorry, we've had, we've had some complaints. We're doing a... <laughs> A game, an analog stick game, but but well, almost everybody's playing it with a digital stick, so it's a level playing field, but it is a bit different to play. And it's got three fire buttons, but they all they all fire on the cab. You've got the stick, uh, sorry, a fire button on the flight stick, and then two fire buttons either side on the cab. The gameplay, everyone knows, but 
it is to fly through 18 fantastical environments, blasting the living bejesus out of everything. It's kind of a third-person into-the-screen shooter where backgrounds, obstacles and enemies appear in the distance and rush towards you. All you've got to do is shoot everything or survive bad guy at the end of each level that are really imaginative and i really love the graphics uh, go on guys you explain it a bit more <laughs> uh, I, I love the graphics on this game as well the, and the bosses yeah w- what more could you want one-eyed mammoths one-headed dragons two-headed dragons two-headed skeleton dragons <laughs> rocks <laughs> trees rocks more trees and a white hairy thing out a never-ending story for a bonus level can you can you sing that now please <laughs> <laughs> that, the, what vic that'll be yeah. a big push for vic to do that <laughs> vic what do you think of my singing you're a simpleton i am indeed a simpleton says virtual vic Anyway, um, play tips and secrets. I've put here, don't play on a Raspberry Pi advanced MAME. It's what I was playing on until I was getting I was getting pretty decent scores. And then I lost all my lives. And, you know, the little guy counter in the bottom left went to zero. Yeah. And But I kept it gave me about four extra lives. It wasn't, wasn't finishing. So I came off Raspberry Pi and went on to like, my normal laptop. So I started playing it on that. You know the little the little guy in the bottom left. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a little black bit like it's his bum hole, isn't it? He's like his bottom hole. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> Have you seen I it? Th- I don't think I've looked at it that closely. I have not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's his I bottom. You... It's got a little little black bit where his bum hole is. Yeah. You have a look. I, I think you play the uh, bootleg. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's playing. Are you saying you're playing Space Area? Oh, what is that? Blackbeard? Uncle Pooh's been at him or something. Anyway. <laughs> playing Welcome with it. to his fantasy zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, don't get me started with, with the rude jokes because oh, no. yeah, I might stop. So. No, this, is, yeah. this is a family podcast. They're talking about <laughs> bum holes at all, so even though I started it. Playing with a digital stick causes your guy to want to continually return to the centre of the screen. This can be tricky when trying to target, target certain enemies, but I quite like the centering mechanic I do because you, there's quite a lot of baddies you can shoot just by moving left and right where you know because you're in the center you know you're going to be in the right position after level two keep moving keep moving and keep moving i've put here sometimes actually i wrote this about a week ago i think sometimes you got to stop still so ignore that <laughs> learn the attack patterns of the various enemies sometimes it's not enough just to keep looping around the edges of the screen in a circle it works sometimes but sometimes it doesn't during the boss battles, a lot of the bosses don't shoot at you when they're really up close. You've got a, a precious couple of seconds to blast them. So you can I, I sort of shoot as much as I can. And then when they get right up close, a lot of them fire three times maybe. And then they're up close and you can really, really sort of wear them down. They change gradual colors until they get to red and then they explode. You get a set. Oh, yeah, you get a second or two to shoot stuff after you die and respawn. For those couple of seconds, the background and the bad guys stay still. Make good use of that. But you're on the ground. You can't fly. So you can scroll left and right and shoot before the background starts scrolling again. Mm, yeah, <clears throat> I've got a few things. So shoot fast. Yeah, when it's an open area, 
shoot uh, shoot down objects as well as enemies. So you can rack up, I think it's about a thousand points for each of the background items. So if you're just a little bit below center, you seem to be able to shoot a lot of uh, background objects. That's one thing I tended to do a lot of. Mm. Um, and when you're going through a lot of the, the dodging sections, uh, don't and you don't need to fire, don't fire because it kind of obscures your your line of sight a little bit. Yeah, the the, le- the levels are really good. There's 18 levels, and there's the graphics are really good. And they, I think it's was it the first game using this super scalar technology or whatever it is. And they, even, when you get killed, and they, and like the, you get killed by a missile, and it's and it stops a bit, and it's rotating at full size on the screen. It's really great animation. The 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 baddies are imaginative, and every, I think it's four levels. You, you're on this like checkerboard playfield, but every about four levels, you get like a the playfield closes in, so you're running through a tunnel kind of thing. You know the ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's these towers that rush at you and these diamonds and that's almost like a dodge level and that's god that's so hard and you've got to be really really at the peak you know really at the peak of your reactions alert I, I can't play this sometimes i can play games when i'm tired and get away with it but this you have to be so on the ball you just get slaughtered otherwise <laughs> yeah i tried to record a few games and uh yeah just kept dying all the time and then finally getting a half decent game on it but um, yeah, it's, you've got to be so sharp, what you say with it. Like I'm not that good at it, but it's a game that I actually really love. But I'm just really crap at it. I, no matter how much I try to play and try to get far in it, I just can't do it. I can not play it for a day, then go back and have one really good game, and then get gradually worse. And then I think you said as well, Sean, didn't you? Have to, you can have like ten good game, ten bad games, sorry, and then one yeah. really good game where you get to second bonus stage, and that really boosts up your score. Is that level yeah. twelve? I think, level yeah. twelve, I think it is. Yeah, that's right. Level four and level twelve. Yeah, I just seem to be able to sometimes in the first four stages end up dying when you just can't believe you died it's like oh for god's sake but um yeah it's it's a very fast-paced game and uh, i think when i used to play as a kid i didn't think there was any skill in it i thought it was more luck yeah than anything else because of how fast it is but um you can get used to it and you can get you know you can learn learn the game and um it does become a bit of a reflex game as well as shooting yeah, there's certain levels. The the guys that look a bit like Transformers that shoot the rockets at you. There's a there's the green one. There's the black ones that stack on top of each other, and then there's the green ones. Both of them fire quite fast, and then you've got an yeah. orange orange one that fires really fast. Then you've got yes. some blue yeah. ones where if you're not moving <laughs> when they fire, you are dead. You've got to, got to be moving when they're firing. That's you are dead. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love it. I think it's a fantastic game. I love the graphics. I love the smooth scaling graphics. Full of imagination. The s- music is great. The speech is so memorable. Like, welcome to the fantasy zone. Get ready. But yeah, it's really, <laughs> really great. I, I think it's a perfect game. The cab's great. It's. I, I know people have said. We had a few comments on Twitter where the guy obscures because you, you're flying and you've got the the back of the guy, and it yeah. it can obscure your view. But you've just got to I think you've just got to look that bit farther ahead and see the like the obstacles coming towards you. 
Yeah, and I think if you're either on the left or the right-hand side, sometimes you just kind of move left to right. It allows you to have a better look at forward so you can see what's coming as well. So another, another bit. Can you remember seeing it in the arcade that much? Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I think I was more into OutRun, so I think I kind of walked past it a little bit uh, back at 85, 86 when these kind of games came out. Yeah, there was a few of them, weren't there? But I, I love this one. I, I come, I come to it every few years. I think come back to it, and I, I still get that little nostalgic tingle when I hear, you know, "Welcome to the Fancy Zone." It reminds me of an arcade in Blackpool. I used to go in, and and then you hear it, and it was what it was the big one, the full motion job that tilts backwards and forwards. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a great machine. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the scores. This is so far. This is so far because we are recording 17 hours. Is it 17 hours? About 16 hours before the deadline. So we've we've got tomorrow for people to get scores in. So I can't shut the score thing because troll nads will troll me to death. So (laughs) so I have to keep the scores open. So we've we've had a good few players. So, yeah, if, we so we have, this is so far, by the way, so if there's any changes, I'll put it on the website. Brian Hambo, 1.2 million. Not for me, he's put, this This will be my score, even with lives left, or we didn't like it. We've got Sal Bulgarisi, he's got 1.6 million. We've got Darren Dominace, at 2.4 million. Whoa, get it, Darren. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I, you know, I played it for a good half an hour, and I just I just couldn't. I was just, just going to throw the controller, but... um. Yeah, I use the 360 controller. Xbox yeah, it's quite. It's that's supposed to be quite good, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's analog, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, is. I, yeah. Yeah, but the analog stick wouldn't work with the emulator to use the D-pad. So yeah. Oh, oh no. Uh, worries me. Uh, Paul McCaskey, 3.1 million. Paul Paul McCaskey does a podcast called Game Music Guide, and it's all about just the music. And I was going to ask him, would he consider doing? If he's listening to this, I know he does. Would he consider doing a Toa Plan special? You know, looking at the t- just the music of Toa Plan because it's fantastic. Even like the real eight-bit like chip-style tunes of the mid '80s and early '80s that they did. Anyway, that's that's going off mm-hmm. on a, on a thingy. What's it? All right, Chris Moon, Crystal Bootleg, he, 3.2 million. He says uh, doesn't work too well on the keyboard. Need to pull out the analog stick and give it a try. Yeah. Mick Orwell, 3.2 million. Never liked it. Collision detection is so vague. Ooh, I don't know. know. Cinecaster, 3.3 million. I suck at this. The controls are analog, so I like the trackball much better. I did try it with a mouse. Ooh. I did try it with a mouse, but I didn't get on with it. All right, and we've got Troll Nerds. Ooh, 3.7. <laughs> 3.7 million, and no comment. No. That was one, a couple of games he had last week with me at Arcade Club, and he is good at games, and he, if he carried on, he'd get a really good score, but he wasn't bothered. He's too, <laughs> too happy to troll you from behind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Carpenter, 4.7 million. First time ever putting a pitiful score in against you Gatling gun finger guards. God love Space Harrow, but my eyes. Specs, please. <laughs> Gatling gun finger gods. That's great, that. Mm. Paul Higgins, 5.4 million. Thank you for playing, Paul. Uh, we've got Ian Cullen, 6.3 million. 
Don't make me go back to the fantasy zone again. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Tyke, 6.7 million. No comment. Steve got 600,000 on centipede at Arcade Club last week and 500,000 on the other centipede in the bar last week and then the power went off. He was, he was up to 500,007 <laughs> lives. I think the, the power just shorted, but it fixed it soon enough. But he, he wasn't happy. Oh, he'd be swearing. <laughs> Neil, 20 to 5. What's the time? He's 20 to 5. 6.9 million. Very near 7 million. Gave it a go with a nightway stick. So much better, obviously, but it just doesn't gel. All right. Stacey King, 7.4 million. Got it while playing in the Sega Arcade on Yakuza 0 on the PS4. It's a good game, that. <laughs> it is so he's, he's playing it inside a game kind of thing yes, yes. yeah so in Yakuza 0 it's a Sega game and there's a few it's based in Japan in the 1980s so you um, yeah you can go to the arcades out running there Super Hang On I think and um, Space Area so you can go in and play it pretty pretty nice. faithful uh, port of it mm. Tactical Genius uh, 7.6 man it gets frantic from level 3 onwards uh, heavy never-ending uh, never story influences on the bonus level. Never-ending story. Oh, you're mental. Thanks, Vic. Anyway, <laughs> where are we now? I've got. I've lost it. Uh, Mark, yeah. Mark, <laughs> Mark. Insert many coins. A new player. Thank you, sir. Eight million. Welcome to the fantasy zone. If the, if the flying moths, gremlins, or stone heads don't get you, the foliage will. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. You're walking along the walking along the road and you trip over a bush. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> you don't die, do you? If At you, least it doesn't if, kill you. Yeah, yeah, if you hit certain, there's only a couple of levels. If you hit certain ground obstacles, you don't die. He goes, oof, don't he? Trip over. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Salt, ten point one million. Didn't realise how much of an avoidum up this is. Anyone else unnerved by the Brian blessed faces on the dragon at the end of stage three? Uh, oh, I think I know what he means. Yeah. Uh, okay, where are we? Uh, Mark Happy Dude. This is actually lower than the other score. Nine point four. More time put into this than any other TP score game, except Flicky. But too hard with the on-off joystick control. Love turns to hate. Yeah, so I put them the wrong way around, haven't I? Yeah. Charlie, Charlie Farr's only had a couple of goes, 10.7 million. Not really played this at all. Loves the music, but he's called it Space Harumph instead of Space Harrier. <laughs> so it's not one for Charlie Farr, I'm afraid. No, he's not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, Hell's Jimmy, 11, 11 million. Yeah, a podcast game I can play on Jedi Mame. What's Jedi Mame? Have you seen that? It, it's, sorry, that's He is oh. Jimmy. It, it's... He's, yeah, got a, he is, <laughs> he's got a Return of the Jedi cab, you know, with the yoke on it. Oh, okay. And he's maimed it. He's put maim in it. So any game, a driving game, or like a Return of the Jedi or Star Wars or anything with a yoke, he can play. So, so this, I would imagine, is works would work quite well with that. Yeah, because it's mm. analog, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sean Lovely Holly. a million. Oh, and I've been beaten. I've been beaten by the cheeky, cheeky dingo. The cheeky dingo. (laughs) 17.3 million. I've still got, you've got to go to bed soon, haven't you? Have you not? Oh, no, you just woke up, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. 
Anyway, I've, I've still got a few hours to try and beat you, Tagster. <laughs> Usually I wake up on Monday morning, Oz time, and find I've been pushed down the charts a few places. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've got 17.2 million and two broken hands. <laughs> arcade hand. Oh, dear. There's nothing worse than arcade hand. The ca- let's just talk about the cabinet art. It's great. It's, there's three versions of the cab. There's the rolling type, which which just moves backwards and forwards. There's the upright type, and there's the sit-down type that they have at Arcade Club. They do also have a rolling type, but it's not on the floor yet. Yeah, my, my mate used to have the sit-down type in his, uh, in his house, and I think, I'm pretty sure it was bought by Phil Campbell, who is the Space Area World Record holder. On one of the formats, maybe the arcade. Mm. So you've got some trivia. What's this trivia you've put here, sir? <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got a guy called Head Assemble. Uh, it's a Japanese guy. He's, I think he's got the largest Space Harrier collection. So he's, uh, he's got about four or five shelves full of Space Harrier uh, games, merchandise, all of the different types of things. So, yeah, there's a link, I think, on the website that we'll put in there for you to have a little look at. But if you're a fan of Space Area, yeah, it's got a crazy amount of stuff. Yeah, I, I did see it. Yeah, it looks really good. He's got all the PC88 versions as well, and you know, all those weird Japanese computers and all that lot. Yeah, he's, he's got absolutely loads. It's loads of multiples of things. And, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's got some pretty cool stuff on there to have a look at. Mm. Here's some good trivia that I found. Sega released two ultra-rare special edition cabs of this game. Space Harriet, a pink version to appeal to the female gamer, and Space Terrier, a very low-to-the-floor cab to encourage dogs to play. Both games were flops, and all the dogs did was to sniff and cock cock their legs up at it. Stupid dogs. This (laughs) may be... What, What do you think of that, Vic? What, what would you say? Rubbish. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's rubbish. He's seen, he's seen straight through it. Oh, Virgil, think you're so clever. <laughs> I've, I've got another bit of trivia, actually. Go on. Space Area, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, I won't get burnt for this, I don't think. Um, originally, it wasn't going to be a person. So when they first put it out on test or they, when they were first making the game, it was going to be a spaceship. Mm. And, and not the person, so... Uh, I, I, wonder, I wonder if it was going to be Upa Upa. Oh, I, I think there is like a 3D game that's like Space Area on the PC Engine uh, with Upa Upa mm. in it. Mm. All the tears. Because it does say Fantasy Zone <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's some link there, isn't there, for sure. Mm. I think this is an infinitely better game than Fantasy Zone. <laughs> <laughs> no tears. <laughs> No, <laughs> Port sequels and legacy. What do we have here? So the official arcade sequels, Planet Harriers, which came out years later after Space Harrier. I've still not seen that anywhere in the arcade. I was going to say, did that actually get released? I didn't think that got released. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely released. Oh, was it? Uh, okay. I have played it, and I thought I'd played it at Nerg, you know, the Northeast Retro Gaming. So I've messaged mm-hmm. Phil message phil earlier on today say did you have planet harriers at the original nerg and he said no (laughs) so i don't know where i've played it but i've I've definitely played it it plays more like res than space area kind of thing i think okay right okay i think it's like on lindenberg hardware or something like that after that dreamcast or beyond something like that 
But uh, yeah, it looks good. But um, yeah, I've never seen it anyway. Okay. Year 2000. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then only about two weeks ago, I came across uh, an iOS uh, game called Travel Shooting Japan or JP. It's um, yeah, it's a really good uh, game that you use, and you can actually use the tilt or motion controls to control the, the character on it. So a few people have been giving that a go, and uh, and uh, yeah, said it's said it's a good little. Like copy of uh, Space Area. Oh, nice. There's a an American one that me and Vic have talked about a bit called Strike Harbinger or Harbinger, and that looks very Space Harrier-ish. And it's yeah, it's this, it's the same sort of thing, zooming through a 3D landscape. And that's that's a proper arcade game, still into production, still in production. And they say it is a homage to Space Area, so I'll look forward to seeing that when it comes out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Ooh. And you also have Space Area 2 on the Mega Drive, and I, I did I did have a quick look at that, and Space Harrier 3D on the Master System. Have you guys played that? I've not played that. Yes, I have a copy of that with glasses, and um, it hurts your eyes. <laughs> but it plays okay. For, for an 8-bit system, it plays okay. But yeah, it, it is really straining on the eyes. Mm. Oh, so it's a 3D glasses job? Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah Space Area 2 on the Mega Drive was like a different version as well, wasn't it, with different levels and things like mm-hmm. that, I think. It was one of the very early Mega Drive ones that came out. It was out. a launch title, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it was it was playing Space Area on the 3DS. Somebody oh, posted yeah. a comment. Who was that, Sean? I think it might have been Paul McCaskey, I think. He said Paul McCaskey. It's, it's good for uh, sort of a practice. I think it was him. Yeah, I gave it a go last night, actually, and, uh, and played it. And it saves you. If you complete a level, it saves that so you can jump to that level in the future without doing the other levels and add a quick look at my history on it. And I'd got to, I'd made it to level 10 previously but uh, i had a couple of goes on it and it is it's a really fateful port when you put it in 3d mode it, it does it does really put a bit more depth to the to the stage so it makes it yeah it makes it quite nice to to play it and to be able to see what's coming up you see that a little bit clearer oh. it's a really good uh, really good port it's only about five five dollars so eight nine pounds something like that Excellent. So overall thoughts and improvements, I will go first. I've put, this game oozes class and I love it. It's one that I don't play for a while, but then I get right back into it. The only improvement I'd implement, because I'm impatient, is a way to cancel out the continue game countdown. It does, it counts down from 10 to 1 and then you can, you know, start again on level 1. But you can't speed it up or you can't cancel it out. So I, I would I didn't put that in and that's the only thing I'd do. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the agree. only other the only other thing I'd say is I think I want to play this game with auto fire because it's just crying out for auto fire. This isn't it. I'm, I'm going to put yeah. put that on after this competition's finished, which it near enough has. I'm going to yeah. put it on and see what I can get to with auto fire on. Yeah, because the speed of your firing actually really helps you from hitting, running into the um, enemies and things like that. If you start to tire a little bit. Yeah. Um, your shot rate goes down, and yeah, you can then get wiped by something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wouldn't change a lot. I don't know. Would you have a character that's slightly translucent so you can see in front of you a little bit more? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, like the punch out guy. Yeah. Well, you can see, yeah, so you can see what's coming up a little bit more. But, um, yeah, <laughs> get rid of the bum holes on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> why? Why, Sega? It just must be me. I'm going to have to go, but I'm never going to be able to look at the game again the same way, am I? I wonder, I wonder if um, the guys from I'm Sorry are in there somewhere then. <laughs> What's sorry. that? That game I'm Sorry. I've, we've mentioned it before. That singing game I'm Sorry. It's like a Pac-Man thing. I, I know Vic has because I have mentioned it before. It's it's like a Pac-Man game. You're a, you're a guy in a business suit and um, you have to collect coins. And as soon as um, you've got the like, men in black after you, it's a Sega game. And as soon as they get you, they um, they whip you and you're in bondage gear. Oh, my God. <laughs> you've been smoking, Dust. <laughs> it's, it's a Sega game. It's a Sega game. It's, it's, it's actually to mock uh, it was a Japanese president or something that they had. And Sega made a game about him. Yeah. I'll, for, I'll forward them. I'll forward them to you in the notes if you like. Right, thank you. So, would you change <laughs> yeah. anything in it? Does would you put any improvement? No, no. I, I pretty much agree with everything you've said. Pretty much, yeah. The the continued countdown really gets on my nerves, especially yeah. when you're trying to get a high score. It's just annoying. Yeah, but, you yeah. can't with with emulation. You can speed it up, can't you? Can throttle main to speed it up, but it would be nice to have that. So mm. it's a it, it's a a unanimous thumbs up, I think. Yeah, a lot of us like it, but quite a few people don't like it as well. Yeah, because of the viewpoint, I think. I don't know what Vic thinks. I don't don't know what virtual Vic thinks. I don't know if he likes it or not. I'm going to just go... No. Oh, yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's undecided. He's undecided. He's he's undecided. (laughs) Anyway. Right. We're moving on now, kids, to next show's game. Next show's game. And there's a, there's a bit of chat going on in the show notes, so I'm not sure what it's going to be, but our two special guests, Daz and Sean, are going to decide between, or have a fight. Decide, <laughs> which game would you like us to do for the next two weeks? Well, um, Tagster chose Slap Fight, which I think is great, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nominate Thundercade. Thundercade? So. Never heard of it. I don't know what that is. Thundercade? Mm-hmm. The sequel to Thundercats? No, no. It's a shmup. Oh, okay. oh. Sean will like that. I like it. Oh, Thundercade also called Twin Formation from CETA, a Taito license, CETA, 1987. Right, so we've got two vertically scrolling shooting maps, which is damn good news for me. So which yeah. one are you going to go for? Uh, look, we'll, we'll, we'll go with Dazis. You sure? Yeah, go for it, Daz. You're right. Yeah, let's try. It. I've never, I've never played it, so it'll be interesting to see, see what it's about. Cool. Yeah, I'll give that. A go. I've never played it. It's, it looks like I've just got one little screenshot here, and is he on a motorbike, the main man? Yes, he is. And you pick up like side carts and stuff. You shoot on this, you know, um, horizontally, and it's really good. It's really good, and you can drop like it's. Th- think of Twin Cobra, but on the ground. Right. Okay. All right. Mhm. Oh, that's definitely worth a look. Yeah. And I'll put the settings. I'll, I'll find out what the Twin Galaxies and Orcade settings is, and then put them as a as a guide in our in our show notes for the gameplay. And cool. I think that's that's it. The deadline for score submissions on that one is Sunday, the first of October, seventeen hundred five o'clock UK time, which will be. What time will it be in Cheeky Dingo Land? It'd be about midnight, wouldn't it? <laughs> Cheeky Dingo Land. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I have no idea what time it'll be. It'd be nine, nine <laughs> hours ahead. It'd be two in the morning. It'd be two o'clock. I think it might be two o'clock yeah. Monday morning. Anyway, 
So we've got uh, one more thing to discuss, which is finish the music quiz. I think we should move okay. on from music quizzes because all music quizzes are rubbish. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to play the last two again and see if you can guess them, okay? I need okay. a clue. I need a clue. All right. Remember, okay, this one's a lot like Bubble Bubble. Oh, what else is there? So it's not Rob Lamp. No. Snow Brothers. That's the one. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, this is your chance, Sean. Here we go. 4-3. Oh. Whoa. Oh, okay. What was the... Okay. What was the other one? Is that That's a dog? Right. <laughs> okay, you ready? The disapproving sheep. Data East. Oh, oh. I think I might have it. I don't know if it is Dark East or not. Karnov? Yes! Oh, take oh, that, Mr. Well, Holly. Got it! Nice. Oh, <laughs> Here we go, 5-3. <laughs> to Tagstar, congratulations. Well, you have won nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just pride. It's pride yes. that it does. You've won the respect of your peers. <laughs> Oh right kids thank That's you stuff. for listening and thank you to you two for agreeing to come on this show it's been brilliant thank you very much uh, and thanks, mate. we thanks. will catch you next time and i'm gonna get a, a review from virtual victor here what he thought of my running of the podcast vic what did you think i'm not angry with you i'm disappointed <laughs> <laughs> he's not angry. <laughs> oh dear! Sorry, virtual Vic. The real Vic will be back next time. Hopefully, if he's back from America, but he might miss another. No, I think he's got another week there, so he should be back. Should be back. All right. Thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye, guys. You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes, and leave feedback at www.tenpenceocade.co.uk. You can email me at vertvic at tenpenceocade.co.uk. You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at Tenpence Arcade and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holly. We'd love to hear from you for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered. 